Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Federal charges for an elaborate scheme to burn down convenience stores. I'm Melissa Howell. Virginia Governor Youngkin will be featured in an upcoming town hall on CNN on education. Have a student loan? How you should prepare for this year's expected end of a pandemic pause in payments. I'm Mike Marillo. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Fody in Washington. Three, two, one. A multinational crew heading for the International Space Station. That bright orange flame in the sky, that deafening roar of nine Merlin rocket engines means that three astronauts, one Russian cosmonaut, on their way to the International Space Station. A beautiful sight, an artificial sunrise just after 1234 Eastern Time here at the Kennedy Space Center. They're on their way, a 24-and-a-half-hour ride to the International Space Station. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. While on the other southern coast, the big news continues to be something that usually isn't. The weather correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti is in Los Angeles. In the mountains east of L.A., many residents of Lake Arrowhead remain trapped in their homes. There's a state of emergency as supplies are running dangerously low. This is the real deal, and there's a lot of people in need up here. I've never seen it like this before. In soggy Southern California, large trees are uprooted and power lines down. Record snow has also hit Yosemite National Park. Officials there say it will remain closed indefinitely. A 40-year-old Pennsylvania man is due in court later this afternoon. He was arrested for allegedly trying to check in something potentially dangerous for a flight from a local airport. Even though what they found was maybe not rigged to explode, it could have done enough damage to that plane and the passenger on board because it's the powder that they found that could have been incendiary. Correspondent Jeff Pegues on the Health Watch news for victims of diabetes, a big price drop announced by one of the major makers of insulin. Eli Lilly reported a net income of about $6 billion last year. This year, the CEO says the company plans to invest about $8 billion in research and development for new drugs. That would include new forms of insulin, which would not fall under these price caps. Correspondent Lilia Lucia in Des Moines, hundreds of Iowa high school students walked out of their classrooms protesting proposed legislation they say is anti-LGBTQ. I'm out here today because I have so many friends who are impacted, who would be impacted by all this legislation that's going on right now. It's really not hard to just accept people for who they are. The search has gone on through the night in Greece for survivors and bodies after a passenger train there and a freight train crashed head-on that collision, killing about 40 people, injuring scores more. The country's deadliest rail crash on record, the cause so far unknown. This is CBS News. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. WTOP at 403. The Thursday morning, March 2nd, 2023. Might see an early light shower, then clearing throughout the day. Breezy, warmer high in the upper 60s to low 70s. You're waking up to 47 in our nation's capital now. 
Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blade. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. All right. Topping the news we're following for you as you rise with us this morning. More than four years after a teen being chased by a masked gunman frantically pleaded with his neighbors to let him inside to hide. Man who shot and killed him is now, just now, in fact, learning his sentence. Now 21 years old, Malik Holston was 16 when he shot Gerald Watson 16 times after cornering him in a stairwell. The documents charging Holston paint a picture of a troubled teen eager to escalate the beef between two rival neighborhoods. Neighbors on Hartford Street Southeast told police that Holston made it clear he was looking for Watson. And on December 13, 2018, armed with a 40 caliber revolver, he and another teen caught Watson walking outside to play basketball chased him into an apartment building, and violently killed the Anacostia High School freshman. Prosecutors say the other masked man himself was shot and killed in a separate incident. Following a jury trial, a D.C. judge sentenced Holston to 40 years in prison for first-degree murder. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 4.04. In Maryland, two men are facing a slew of charges this morning connected to what officials describe as an elaborate conspiracy to burn down convenience stores. Stephen Kennedy and Darnell Kelly, both 33, are accused of orchestrating a series of convenience store robberies that involved explosives. According to court documents, beginning in January of last year, the men planned to commit arson at several 7-Eleven convenience stores and set off explosives in order to destroy the building and force them to close. The two men then allegedly returned to the abandoned buildings and broke into the ATMs, causing thousands of dollars in damage. In an effort to cover their tracks, officials say they burned vehicles and filed false police reports. A federal grand jury has indicted both men on several charges, including armed commercial robbery and arson. Melissa Howell, WTLP News. Camping 2024 on WTLP Thursday morning. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin will take part in a CNN town hall next week. The Hill reports that Youngkin will appear March 9th to discuss education, a top issue, of course, of Youngkin's 2021 campaign and during his first year as governor. The governor campaigned on strengthening the role of parents in the education system. Youngkin will take questions, we're told, from a live studio audience and will hear from Virginia parents, teachers and students alike. And out to school. You probably heard a lot about the Supreme Court arguments this week about the president's federal student loan forgiveness plan. But while this plays out, people with student loans, you need to listen up. You should turn your focus to those loans because officials say payments are expected to resume this year. If you have a student loan, especially a non-government one, the pandemic pause in payments that began in 2020 will end sometime this year. And Barry Glassman with Glassman Wealth Services says that means your payments will resume. But since some companies have offloaded their loans to other companies... I suggest making a phone call or checking the website of your last statement just to make sure you're paying the right company. Also, make sure all your information is correct with the loan company and while contacting them, talk to them about your loan. To learn more about your current interest rate and options to either refinance to a lower rate, uh, fix the rate, or extend the term. Also, depending on what you do for a living or how much you make, there may be some programs that can help reduce your payments. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 407. Friday marks the 110th anniversary of one of the first ever large-scale civil rights protests in the nation's capital. March 3, 1913 was the women's suffrage procession down Pennsylvania Avenue on the day before President Woodrow Wilson's inauguration. To highlight women had been completely excluded from the electoral process. U.S. Park Service Ranger Susan Philpott says 250,000 people lined Pennsylvania Avenue. Angry and 
perhaps intoxicated people in the crowd who start jeering at them, grabbing them. The Army Cavalry cleared the route and the march continued. Six years later, the 19th Amendment gave women the vote. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. The Belmont Pole Women's Equality National Monument on Capitol Hill is being renovated and will open, reopen sometime this summer in June, we're told. Good morning. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us this early 4 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, March 2nd. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Time now on WTOP 408 to be exact. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Right now, traveling in Virginia. First of all, you want to be aware that in some areas it is raining pretty hard now along the 66 corridor down on to 95 and even moving up on the 395 now starting to see the showers coming down. Beltway is wet as well. So there's the caution right there. Please be careful early. Uh, don't overdrive the conditions. The wet road surface will definitely throw you for a loop. Have a single vehicle crash. It's on the outer loop of the Beltway. It's the on-ramp from the GW Parkway to join the outer loop. Single vehicle into the wall. No help on scene as of yet. Uh, if you're coming off the GW Parkway, need to get on to the outer loop of the Beltway. You can squeeze by, but that could change once a response shows up on scene. Uh, so be extra careful there. You can always, if you can't use that ramp, you can always ride over top of Georgetown Pike and come down onto the outer loop that way as well. But again, just the caution out there with the wet weather, you want to take it easy. Now, 66 eastbound, still the unanswered question whether or not the ramp to go uh, north on 28 has reopened. Exit 53, that had been closed as a result of the overnight work zone. Uh, the work on both sides of 66 near Route 50 wrapped up and cleared. Still have the ramp closure from 95 northbound to go west on 644 exit 169B for Old Keen Mill Road. That ramp remains blocked, clean of an investigation following a police pursuit that occurred very early this morning. Now, on the Beltway itself, uh, all the overnight work in Virginia gone. No worries on the Maryland Beltway through Montgomery or Prince George's County so far this morning. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automobile has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what should be a pretty nice Thursday, but we are looking at some rain out there right now, so you may need the umbrella stepping out the front door. Make sure you give yourself a little bit extra time with all that wet roads out there. High temperatures later today in the upper 60s to near 70 in some locations, so a great afternoon. Friday, look for high temperature in the 40s, but falling into the 30s as rain moves in. That rain could be on the heavier side as well, so not a very nice Friday, a chilly Friday night. Weekend, though, looking a lot better. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. 50 degrees you're waking up to in Chantilly this early 4 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, October 2nd. 51 Penn Quarter, 46 Columbia. We're at 50, actually down to 47 now in our nation's capital. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. WTOP at 410. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour, brought to you by Pinpet Credit Union. Great rates for everyone. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It's a new month on Wall Street, but the same old fears continue to weigh on stocks as signs of continued inflation pressure have investors recalibrating their interest rate expectations. The market was mixed to lower yesterday, though the S&P's less than half percent loss left it at a nearly six-week low. The Nasdaq fell just over half a percent. 
Another look at the job market is on the way today as the government issues its weekly tally of first-time claims for jobless benefits. Analysts see a slight increase, but not nearly enough to signal a weakening of the labor market. We'll also get a revised reading on fourth-quarter productivity. TD Bank's planned takeover of First Horizon is unlikely to close by a May 27th deadline amid regulatory delays. The banks are negotiating an extension, though there's no guarantee. The deal would give TD Bank more than 400 new branches in a dozen states. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP. Maryland food banks brace for more hungry mouths after benefits are reduced. I'm Luke Luker. This message is for Shana, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You'll tell me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you've made me. When you graduate... They graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. A flight heading to Frankfurt, Germany from Texas was diverted to Dulles International Airport on Wednesday night after the plane was apparently rocked by severe turbulence. Our news partners over at NBC4 say the plane landed in Virginia at around 9.30 p.m. Seven passengers aboard the flight were taken to the hospital after the plane landed. No words this morning on the extent of their injuries at this time. Former Wyoming Republican Congresswoman... Liz Cheney has a brand new job this morning. She'll be a professor at the University of Virginia Center for Politics, doing guest lectures and participating in research. She'll do that until the end of the fall semester this year. Cheney took a strong stand, you'll remember, against former President Donald J. Trump and served as vice chair of the January 6th House Committee. She lost her primary election in Wyoming last year to a Trump-backed challenger. We now have the official prediction this morning for when D.C.'s famous cherry blossoms will be in peak bloom. That's when 70% of the blossoms along the tidal basin have flowered. It's been a warmer winter, and that's led to an earlier projected peak bloom. The National Park Service predicts it'll be from March 22nd through the 25th, roughly two weeks earlier than normal. Mayor Muriel Bowser says whenever it happens, it's always good for the city. We know that people are going to come for the blossoms. They're going to stay for museums, restaurants, shopping, nightlife. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall and Memorial Parks. During the pandemic, we didn't see the international visitors or the people traveling from distance. So I think that's one of the things we'll see this year, hopefully coming out and, and adding to the locals and other folks that are normally here. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Any in the area might find it a little harder to buy food these days after additional federal SNAP benefits have actually come to an end. Now the Maryland Food Bank is bracing for more folks to come to their tour. Families who get government food assistance are losing about 82 bucks a month. Month. More and more families are going to be turning to food bank and our network of 330 partners all across the state to access food. Maryland Food Bank CEO Carmen Del Guecho says they've already seen a huge increase in demand during the last few years. We're buying about 25 million pounds when historically pre-COVID we're probably buying about 12. And then we're also paying about double what we were paying pre-COVID, about 88 cents a pound versus 44 cents, 45 cents. So in addition to keeping the Maryland Food Bank stock, they'll be working with legislators to try to tackle the root cause causes of hunger, including housing and health care. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Some Virginia residents will no longer need to attend a court hearing to wipe charges from their criminal records. Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney, Steve Descano, has announced this week a new process, apparently developed by the court and clerk's office. In 2021, the Virginia General Assembly loosened strict limits 
on expungements and changes to criminal records. They'll fully go into effect, we're told, in 2025. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Hi, I'm Kirsten from Pentatonics. We've all learned how to cope with more time alone. With more time spent isolated or at home, the need for companionship has grown. If you've considered adding a pet to your family, please check with your local shelters and foster organizations. Stray pet numbers have grown immensely over the past several years, and the trauma caused to these animals is devastating. Adopt pets, they need us more than we know. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. WTOP at 416. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. If you're an airline geek like me, or just mildly curious, it's easy to find out the exact history of the plane you're flying on, when it was made, where it's been. So how do you do that? You have to find the tail number of the exact aircraft assigned to your flight. Some apps, like Flight Radar 24, not only tell you the tail number, but tell you when the plane was built and where it's been during the last week. What I like to do when getting on my flight is look right behind the hinge on the boarding door for a small metal plate. It tells me when and where the plane was made. Another useful website is airfleets.com. You can see an airline's entire fleet this way and where they've been deployed. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Start your weekend with original reporting. Welcome to CBS Saturday Morning. And the good things in life. Live music right. and variety. Bringing a little more wonder into the world. That's a great thing. Watch CBS Saturday Morning. Welcome to the weekend. On CBS. At the YMCA, finding your why starts by making an impact together. Touching lives for the better. It can be the gift of time or treasure. Supporting a community through talent without measure. Here, compassion fuels commitment. Finding fulfillment through enrichment. Serving and improving. What a way to live. And what a gift it is to give. Find your why and get involved today at YMCA.org for a better us. Coming right up on WTOP this early morning. Cinetic Theater stages Beauty and the Beast, but don't expect the Disney version. I'm Jason Fraley. And Will free Metro bus in D.C. be left on the shoulder? I'm John Doman. Good Thursday morning. It is March 2nd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 418. Good weather on the 8th and when it breaks... Good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Right now, uh, the on-ramp from the George Washington Parkway to join the Outer Loop. That's that slip ramp right there where you either take that ramp or you go up to the George uh, Georgetown Pike. That ramp temporarily blocked with uh, Virginia Safety Service on scene. That single vehicle that struck the wall there on the right side. So be careful. The through lanes on the Beltway are open there. But again, it may draw some attention. Just use caution. Rest of the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia. No other incidents or delays. Got the update from one of our listeners. Good news. Eastbound 66. The ramp to go north on Route 28 toward Dulles. That ramp has been reopened. So you can once again make the exit there. Uh, still in good shape on 95 and 395 in the through lanes. Uh, keep in mind the exit ramp to go west on 644. Exit 169B still blocked by the police uh, activity. It's the cleanup and investigation of a pursuit that ended in a crash on that ramp. Looks like they may be doing some guardrail repair work there. So just be aware. Uh, 95 South, and there's still work zone down in Stafford County, south of Route 610. Only blocks the right lane of three. You get by without delay. Now, they did have the ramp from the eastbound Dulles Toll Road to join the inner loop of the Beltway blocked as a result of the overnight work zone. Haven't got the all clear on that one as of yet. 
Uh, but the through lanes on the toll road are open, headed toward the Bellway and inside the Bellway on the connector road toward 66. Nothing else in your way. If you're traveling in the district, uh, the overnight work outbound on uh, Route 50 as you leave the district across the Anacostia. Looks like they're in the process of picking up that work zone from the right side. For now, stay left to get by as they're backing up. Along the right there, should have all lanes open soon. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. During these early morning hours, dealing with areas of rain, even some rumbles of thunder out there. The showers, the rain looks to end between about 7 and 9 a.m. After that, we warm up in a big way on our Thursday with high temperatures near 70 degrees. Still plenty of clouds out there later today. Some hazy sunshine and breezy this afternoon. For tomorrow, we'll have rain at times and we're much colder. Temperatures really only in the 40s throughout the day and again becoming breezy later in the day. Gusty winds on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 49 at Fort Belvoir, 51 Foggy Bottom, 51 in Silver Spring. We're down to 44 degrees now in our nation's capital. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to WTOP. It's 421. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Will you be able to leave your car in the driveway this summer and ride Metro bus for free in the nation's capital? The city's chief financial officer says the necessary funding is apparently gone. The CFO has even written the plan out of the district's financial projections. But those on the council who pushed the proposal through are now fighting back. A statement from D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson questions the legal authority behind the CFO of the district pulling the money set aside for free Metro bus from the city's revenue estimates. Ward 6 Councilman Charles Allen also fired back, saying it's the council's job to decide where money is spent. And he accused CFO Glenn Lee of repeatedly underestimating incoming revenues. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is also chiming in, seemingly siding with the CFO on the future of free Metro bus service. That was what people were promised back in December based on revenue estimates that didn't come to fruition. John Dome in WTOP News. Well, you won't enjoy the amenities right away, but there are now plans, we're told, to improve BWI Marshall, including rebuilding the airport's largest baggage handling system, increasing the space for restaurants and sprucing up the restrooms. Thirty-eight million bucks in all coming from the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, all part, we're told, of last year's massive half-trillion-dollar infrastructure improvement plan. WTOP. Our production of Beauty and the Beast is not the Disney version. It is based more on the French novel La Belle et la Bête. It is darker, it is more mysterious, and it is more gothic. Irina Kavzatze plays Belle across Zana Gankag, who not only plays the Beast, but also designed the show's visual elements. Zana actually created the shadow puppetry as well. Some of these shadows are forests and castles and creatures and the symbolic rose, the transformation of the Beast. It's a whole production all on its own, just behind that screen. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Synetic Theater in Crystal City, Virginia, is staging Beauty and the Beast. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories. I took pills. Eating and eating and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. 
At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. WTOP at 424. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Jimmy from Florida asks, I'm in my late 20s and decided that 2023 was the year to open a Roth IRA and contribute the max of 6500 Now what? How should I invest inside of it? First of all, congratulations, Jimmy. One easy option is to use a target date fund, which aligns with your expected retirement year. Or you could use a couple of individual index funds, a stock index, a bond index. That would be cheaper than using a target date fund. And since you're young, you could be pretty aggressive. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. The biggest names in the Well, that's news. Are we at a tipping point? Face the questions you want answered. Can you walk the American people through what happens next? Are you saying you did not ever hear of such a deal? Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. WTOP at 425. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And it's Rob Sir this early morning. The Capitals closed out an emotional day with a walk-off win in Anaheim. 3-2 to two on Tom Wilson's game winner just 69 seconds into overtime, telling NBC Sports Washington. Yeah, I mean, it's a great group of guys in there, and it's been a crazy week. Guys coming in, out, injuries now, and it's just been that way all year. And all we can do is come together and play as a group, and that's our first win. Hopefully we can rack them together here. It was fitting that Wilson had a two-goal game. He's one of only six players left from the Capitals Stanley Cup championship team after Lars Eller was traded to Colorado earlier in the day. Maryland's first game back in the rankings was an upset loss to Ohio State, 73-62, to add to the 21st-ranked Terps' road woes this season. Unlike the Terps, GW and George Mason extended their respective win streaks, but Georgetown took a 40-point beating at Creighton to close out the regular season. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we debated the veteran quarterback market for the Washington Commanders, and George Wallace said, They want to see what they've got in Sam Howe. And if they bring a quarterback, the route you're going is a veteran, is a Derek Carr type. I, even, I mean, I don't want to say it, but even Marcus Mariota was released mm. yesterday. Somebody like that. We give you an under-the-radar option and a case for Lamar Jackson in a D.C. sports huddle. We're calling a beautiful disaster. See why on WTOP.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your